Greetings, well met, and hello, my beloved listeners of Card Talk. It is June 2nd, 3.33 p.m., and we are feeling good. It is a beautiful Sunday. Just got out of, oh, let's see, it was a double birthing class that we had, two classes, one after the other. And Ashton and I are now certified, done with our child birthing classes. And we are, we're ready to be parents. We now know literally everything that you need to know. And we got this. It's going to be so good. So good. I got you. Whoa, there's a lot of geese in the road here. There's uh, two adult geese. Looks like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven baby geese, and they're just waltzing. Wow, just like we own the road. Someone needs to show them a lesson, but it's not going to be me. Um, does anyone else just like absolutely hate geese? You know, if you're a Minnesotan, you know all about geese. We get them pretty hardcore in the summer. They're loud, they're obnoxious, they walk on the roads, they poop everywhere, literally everywhere. If you get too close to them, they get upset and they start hissing at you and they do all these stupid things. And then, I I don't know, they're just the worst. But I didn't run them over, so you're welcome. What can I say except you're welcome? What could I say except you're welcome? You're welcome. You're welcome. I just felt like breaking into some Moana right there. I wish I knew the rest of that song because the rest of it is, uh, it's actually pretty good. It's a good movie. Anyway, we're not here to talk Moana or geese, although those are both riveting topics. We are here to talk Hearthstone. Hearthstone. No longer Heroes of Warcraft, just Hearthstone. And I thought a cool way to kick off my next 10 episodes would be to start episode 11th, 11th, episode 11th, with something that I really like. Um, I like it when content creators that I follow do these types of things where they give either a video or a podcast on their favorites. So I have assembled a list of my favorite Hearthstone things, and we're just going to kind of chug through these. I got about uh, close to 10 of them, and... Yeah, and I just honked at somebody because they just literally zoomed right in front of me off of an off-ramp. I, wow. Oh, this is somewhat gratifying, though. The person to my left is shaking their finger at the person that cut me off. You know, sometimes it just feels good, you know, when someone else agrees with you that someone else is being really stupid. Um, Because otherwise, I, I think it's just me and I'm just being uptight or something. But, oh, man, that person wagging their finger at them, mm, that just made my day. Thank you, random Chevrolet person. First on the list of my favorite Hearthstone things is my favorite class. I wanted to cover what I think of the nine classes, which one is the best, which one is my favorite. And you might be able to guess, but it's absolutely going to be Priest. At this point in time, I am close to 1,400 ranked wins with Priest. Just everything about Priest I have always enjoyed. 
Um, the main guy that you play as with Priest is Anduin Rin. And he's kind of this snotty punk. I mean, he's not like really snotty, but people think he is, and so that's like his persona. But he has an emote. You click, I think it's the uh, the oops one, and all he does is he goes, wow, wow, wow. And you just keep hitting that over and over and over, no matter what your opponent is doing. Wow, wow, wow. So the emote game is definitely on point. But aside from that, Priest is... It fits perfectly with the way that I like to play Hearthstone or the way that I have the most fun when I play it is I like to do, leading into my next topic here, my favorite play style is definitely control with sometimes combo. So in Hearthstone, there are kind of four main different play styles. That would be aggro, mid-range, control, and combo. And to simplify it, you can kind of think of it as it's sort of rock, paper, scissors in that aggro typically beats control. Um, control typically can beat mid-range. Sorry, I need to merge here and there's a lot of cars. Oh gosh. Uh, by the way, I totally butchered that rock, paper, scissors there. Um, I did it the wrong way. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of like a circle arrow and I had my circles going the wrong way in my head. So control beats aggro. Aggro beats combo, and combo beats control. And then you have mid-range literally right in the middle. Mid-range decks are usually meant to be able to be good against most matchups. And I have always loved the control variants. Control is all about basically what the name says. You want to control the board, so you have a lot of board wipes. Um, you basically are going to take the game long. You're going to do a lot, play a lot of cards, which means you're going to do a lot of really cool things. And then combo is basically you are assembling all of your pieces. You are assembling Exodia so that you can obliterate your opponent and watch them scream in pain. Ah, that's impossible. Control and combo, my favorite play style. Priest is basically all control and combo. Um, in the past, they've had sort of some mid-range type stuff. They've basically never had aggro, basically just based on their hero power, which is restore to health. You can't really use that in an offensive way. So naturally, Priest gravitates towards control and combo, and that's my favorite class and my favorite play style. Now, I wanted to talk about two different expansions. The first expansion being my favorite expansion based on the cards that were a part of that expansion. And then my next favorite being my favorite expansion based on the lore and the storyline of said expansion. And my favorite expansion for cards is definitely Knights of the Frozen Throne. This was a, uh, a set that came out. This would have been summer of 2017. It's... You know, it's the one that we all have been waiting for since Hearthstone came out. It's centered around Arthas and the Lich King and Northrend. And it's basically everything that everyone had ever wanted. The Lich King came out as a neutral legendary card. He was amazing. All nine classes got legendary Death Knight hero cards, which was a brand new card. Never had been, you know, in Hearthstone before. So that was very exciting. Um, as time would go on to... Tell 
Knights of the Frozen Throne was most one of the most overpowered sets ever for Hearthstone, basically because of the Death Knights, but I don't care. Those cards were amazing. There was something just so cool about you are playing a game of Hearthstone the normal way, just like you normally would, and then all of a sudden you slam your Death Knight card, and now you are a different character. You have a new hero power. You're doing all these crazy things. If you're a hunter, you're creating zombies. If you're a warlock, you are raising demons from the dead and you are sucking your opponent's life and turning it into health for yourself. And it just, it just goes on. Really awesome in terms of the cards. My favorite expansion in terms of the lore would be the Witchwood. The Witchwood just came out. This would have been last April of 2018. Um, there were a few cards in there that were busted. Gen Greymane and Baku the Moon Eater, who have since been moved to the Hall of Fame. The only two cards to have been moved to the Hall of Fame prematurely. Usually Blizzard waits two years. For this, uh, for, for Gen and Baku, they moved them in one year's time. Now, the reason why the Witchwood is my favorite expansion based on lore is I just, I like werewolves. You know, I've talked about this in past episodes. Um, I'm just all about monsters and, you know, zombies and vampires and werewolves and Frankenstein and mummies, uh, you know, the list goes on. And the Witchwood definitely hit that fantasy. Um, the cards aren't, weren't all amazing. Uh, the way that they did the werewolf mechanic wasn't super exciting. For those of you that don't know the way that they did the werewolf mechanic, it's not called werewolf or anything like that. It's just there were a handful of cards that were werewolves and their stats would swap back and forth each turn. So if I had a three mana two four, uh, when I drew that card, it'd be a three mana two four in his human form. At the end of my turn, then the human would turn into his werewolf or worgen form and he would become a three mana four two. And then at the end of the next turn, he would go back to a three mana two four and then a four two and back and forth. So, I mean, it was kind of cool, but none of the werewolf cards or the worgen cards, how they're called in Warcraft, I should clarify there. Um, none of them really took off, which was kind of disappointing. But, you know, this is my favorite for the sense of lore, and the Witchwood definitely hit the theme. It hit everything that I love about a good story. Now, let's talk about adventures. Adventures are something that don't happen in Hearthstone anymore. Hearthstone has moved on to just three expansions a year instead of two expansions and an adventure. I believe there was even one year where we had two adventures and one expansion. I could be wrong there, uh, but I believe I'm not. So they are no longer worked on. They're no longer a current thing, but we had enough adventures that I thought it was, you know, it was fitting to cover my two favorite ones. So my favorite adventure based on cards specifically is definitely the League of Explorers. The League of Explorers, if you ask anyone who has been playing Hearthstone since the beginning, the League of Explorers is bound to have come up in conversation. It's just extremely notable on many levels. First of all, when they announced it at BlizzCon, they revealed every single card in the adventure. Usually Blizzard likes to drag out their card release schedules and, you know, over the course of weeks and weeks and weeks, reveal their cards. But with League of Explorers, Ben Brode comes out on stage and he says, League of Explorers, it's coming out next Thursday. I'm going to show you every single card. It was, it was awesome. It was a time to be alive if you are a Hearthstone fan. So in terms of cards, absolutely League of Explorers. 
League of Explorers did introduce, and this leads into my next favorite, my favorite card of all time, and that would be Reno Jackson. Six mana, four six, neutral legendary. If your deck has no duplicates, restore your hero to full health. So this was the very first card that leaned into the mechanic of, you know, what's kind of considered a Highlander deck. A Highlander is a deck that only can have one copy of any single card. You can't have two or more. You know, Hearthstone, you can only have two. This isn't Magic the Gathering, all right? We're not, we're not getting crazy here with four, five, six, seven, eight, nine copies, whatever they do over there. Highlander limits you to one card per type. So if I'm running, you know, I'm playing Reno Warlock. I'm gonna have a deck that's full of 30 unique cards in order to make Reno's effect go off. And Reno came out at a time when Face Hunter was very popular. Face Hunter basically would try to murder you by turn five, six. And Reno, if you could, you know, defend against the Hunter's attacks, Reno would save you on turn six. I remember just honestly laughing to myself out loud playing Reno Jackson against these hunters and then watching them concede. There were many, 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 many times where I would get below five health. I remember there was one time specifically I got to one health, swapped to my turn, played Reno Jackson. My opponent paused. There was like a 10 second pause. And then he just conceded. And I could not stop laughing. I've had so many good laughs with Reno. I have had just so much fun playing him. And also, I love the deck building restriction. This idea of you have to have, you can only have one copy of each card. You know, at Hearthstone at this point in time, there are so many cards that have come out. So many of them are so fun to play, especially for someone like me who has played with a lot of these cards for years and years and years. In a weird way, they start to get kind of nostalgic and you start to look through your collection and you think to yourself, man, I missed that card, I wanna play it in a deck. Well, if you play a Highlander deck, you throw Reno in there, just throw in your favorite cards. You know, chances are it's gonna work out at least okay, and you're gonna have a blast doing it. So that is my favorite card, Reno Jackson, taken from my favorite adventure based on the cards, the League of Explorers. Now, onto my favorite adventure based on the lore. I would probably also go on to say that this is just my favorite release of cards lore that Blizzard has done, you know, combining expansion and adventure, adventures. And that would be One Night in Karazhan. One Night in Karazhan is so Hearthstone. For those of you that have not played Warcraft, Karazhan is kind of this just beloved part of Warcraft lore. Karazhan is a magical tower. It's the name of the building. It's this tower within the Warcraft world. It's where the guardian of Azeroth lives. And his name is Medivh. Medivh is the master to Khadgar, who is also a really big character in Warcraft. Obviously. I mean, come on. Anyway, in the original World of Warcraft, when you go to Karazhan, everybody's dead. There's just everyone's zombies but they're still going about their daily duties. So you have the butler and he's, you know, hosting a dinner party in the dinner room. You have Barnes and he's dead, but he's still putting on his theater show and his performances of 
Romulo and what is it Romulo and Julio or something like that I don't know they're all puns on Shakespeare and that sort of thing and there's just a lot of really fun quirky things about it and so what Hearthstone decided to do is really Hearthstoneify it and so one night in Karazhan goes back into the past to the glory days of Karazhan when the party goers and the celebrities were not dead but they were alive and Medivh wasn't an old crotchety wizard bent on destroying Azeroth by summoning demons to it no he was a young bachelor attractive throwing the parties having a good time he's basically the great Gatsby of Warcraft and I thought that was just you know some people absolutely hated it I get it you know basically the Hearthstone team was destroying air quotes the lore of Karazhan but I thought it was so cool to have this expansion that's literally based around just a one night party there's food there's dancing there's magical portals and shenanigans going on there's a demon behind the scenes that's trying to ruin the party because he's upset that he didn't get an invitation you know I, I, I don't know just the whole thing is really cool and not to mention the trailer for One Night in Karazhan is hands down the greatest trailer of any Hearthstone release. If you have never seen it, you owe yourself right now to pause this podcast, go onto YouTube, and just type in One Night in Karazhan release trailer. Oh, so good. So good. That's one of those where in Adventures, everyone, you know, if you would beat certain wings you would unlock certain cards automatically. And they'd just be the normal versions of them, not the golden. I like Karazhan so much that I've gone back and crafted some of those legendaries in gold. It basically means nothing, but I just love it so much that I, I just had to do it in gold. Next on the list here, I have my favorite mechanic. So this is my favorite card mechanic. These are things such as Taunt, Charge, Battle Cry, Death Rattle, Rush, you know, the types of things that a card might have as an ability. And absolutely my favorite mechanic is Discover. You can kind of sense a theme here. So Discover comes from the League of Explorers. So three things have made it onto this list from the League of Explorers. So you can kind of just, you know, assume for yourself, this is why people have loved the League of Explorers so much. That was a mouthful to say there. I was stumbling over my own lips. But Discover, I've talked about it in the past. It just changes the game. You know, after playing Hearthstone for so long, it's nice to have cards in your deck that don't always do the same thing. If I play a card that's three mana, two, two, Cabal Courier, discover, uh, what is it? Discover a Warlock, Priest, or Mage card. It's gonna be different every single time. It's pulling from such a huge pool of cards that it's going to change the game. Even if I find myself going up against the same opponents, the same classes, the same types of decks, if I have Discover cards in my deck, I know that things are gonna be unique, and I know that things are gonna be enjoyable, and that is just, you know, absolutely the, the shortened version of why I love Discover so much. There are other reasons as well, but for keeping card talk nice and short, I don't really wanna go super in-depth. All right, my final favorite on the list is my favorite original character for Hearthstone. You know, Hearthstone started out as Hearthstone Heroes of Warcraft. And it really wasn't until, I want to say off the top of my head, League of Explorers. 
was the first time where the Hearthstone team came out with an expansion based loosely on Warcraft lore. So the League of Explorers exists in War Warcraft lore, but as when it comes to the the characters within, they they had to create some. So the League of Explorers we have Bran Bronzebeard, he was from Warcraft, and then three original characters: Reno Jackson, Elise Starseeker, and Sir Finley Murgleton. And they are trying to find these magical, powerful artifacts. You know, they're traveling all across Warcraft. And while they're doing so, the arch thief Rafam is there to try to take the treasures from them and to be one step ahead of the League of Explorers. You know, we talked about this guy, I believe last episode, could have been two, who knows? There's so many episodes now, it's just so hard to keep track, you know? But I would say that my favorite original character, again, bing, 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 League of Explorers, would be Rafam. Archthief Rafam, Archvillain Rafam, however you want to go about it, Rafam, the supreme archaeologist. I don't know, he's just like, he's kind of dumb and kind of annoying, but there's just something about him that I like. I've always been into movies and stories and books of looking for magical artifacts and exploring, and I think that's just so cool. And Rafam is such a weird villain for the League of Explorers to be up against. I don't know, he's just fun. He, he cackles a lot. He's very over the top in terms of his voiceovers when you face him twice, by the way, in the League of Explorers. And I won't give much away, but in his two encounters, let's just say that there are very interesting things that happen when you fight him. And that's it. Those are my Hearthstone favorites for episode 11. You know, I'm, I've been kind of inspired by this episode. I think I'm going to come out possibly next week or week after with my least favorites of Hearthstone. That could be kind of cool. You know, things that I hate the most in the game. I can tell you right now the class would be Rogue. Huh, yeah. It's joke time. Let's get into a joke here. This isn't even really a joke. It's like one of those weird story jokes. Um, but I've heard it before like 800 times and I'm going to try to say it based on my memory. I'm probably going to butcher it, but let's do this. Wait, how did the joke even start? My gosh. Mm. So you have this guy. He's married, you know. Goes over to the in-laws for Christmas. And his in-laws are getting up there in age, getting up there in their mid-80s, upper 80s. And, you know, it comes time for his mother-in-law to open her gift. And she notices that she doesn't have one. So, naturally, the man, her son-in-law, uh, tells her, you know, I did get you a gift. It's just not here. Um, I know that with your health lately, things are, you know, looking difficult, looking rough. So I have gone ahead and I have bought the exact perfect piece of land where you could be buried in the future, you know? Could be this year, could be next year, a couple years from now. Um, you know, he's, he's trying to be nice about this because she is really frail and old, and, you know, she could pass basically any day. And, you know, the mother-in-law, she's very happy. She's very, um, I got a biker. Really, a biker just... A biker just ruined my joke? Is that honestly how joke time's gonna go? I was feeling it. Ugh. Oh. I honestly don't know where I was. 
I know where I was. So she's old. She's getting up there in her age, you know. And so she didn't really take offense to it. Um, you know, he told her it's on a great plot of land. It overlooks a beautiful river. It's up on a nice grassy hill. And it's, it's, it's honestly everything that she wanted. And it was a great Christmas that, that year. Year goes by. They go back over to their in-laws. Uh, mom's definitely still alive, feeling good. And notices again that she doesn't have a gift. And she says, uh, what's, uh, what's the reason this year? You already got me that beautiful plot of land. Um, where's my gift? This is Christmas. And he looks at her and he says, well, I didn't get you anything because you didn't use what I got you last year. That's a good one. I don't care who you are. I don't care that I butchered it like 800 times. That's a good one. That's it, guys, for Card Talk. I'll catch you on the flippity flip.